0: Welcome to the Highly Sensitive Podcast. I'm Lauren LaSalle, and I'm a former therapist, a highly sensitive person, and a boundary-setting coach for highly sensitive people. My hope for this podcast is to create a feeling of community, be a supportive place for HSPs, and normalize our experiences as highly sensitive people. Thank you so much for joining me, and let's begin. Hello. It's nice to be back recording again. It's been a while. I hope you enjoyed last week's sneak peek of the bonus episode that is available. Well, that one's available to everybody (laughs) to listen to now, but generally the bonus episodes are available just to Spotify subscribers and Patreon subscribers, and those subscriptions are $5 a month. You get two bonus episodes each month, and so I hope you enjoyed that sneak peek because I, it's been just really hectic. Um, my whole family got sick. Uh, my husband got sick. I got sick. Our daughter got sick. It was sort of overlapping, so it lasted for almost two full weeks, I think, and my daughter just hasn't been sleeping well for the past couple weeks. She's been waking up in the middle of the night for, it could be two to three and a half hours at a time. And luckily, She's. It's getting better now, um, but that was really rough, So, so I've just been really tired and just didn't have the mental energy to record an episode, so I figured I'd give you that bonus episode, and hopefully you enjoyed it. I really had a fun time recording that one. So here we are, back to another regular episode, and I will have more guest episodes coming up. If that's something that you really look forward to, I do have some in the works. So those are coming. So the first thing I wanted to do is read a podcast review. So this review is actually on the Highly Sensitive Podcast Facebook page, which I don't think I've mentioned on here yet. So if you go to Facebook and you type in the Highly Sensitive Podcast, that page should come up. I decided to separate it from my business page, which is Lauren LaSalle Coaching. So if you want to like the podcast page, feel free to do that. I post when episodes come out and I might post some other things as well, like updates, And I also actually, while we're on this topic, if you are following me on Instagram, I have a new broadcast channel that is for the podcast, so it's a a place for podcast listeners to go. I have polls, I ask for topic suggestions for episodes, there are a bunch of different things that we can do on there. So if you are following me on Instagram and you want to be a part of that, go to my profile. Boundaries by Lauren, and you should be able to click on that broadcast channel to join it. So anyway, back to the review. So this review was left by Gina House, who was one of my lovely guests talking about being an empath. And her review was a five-star review, and it says, Wonderful. Lauren LaSalle's caring and practical advice is such a bomb for my soul. I also love hearing the perspectives of other HSPs and the way that they find comfort and joy in their lives. The tips and techniques I've learned from her podcast have really enhanced my everyday life. Highly recommended. Thank you so much, Gina. That really means a lot to me. And if anybody else would like to rate and review the podcast, whether it's on the podcast Facebook page or it's on Spotify, which I think you can just rate and not leave reviews, or on Apple Podcasts, I would really, really appreciate it, giving it a five-star Rating, if that's what you think um, it deserves, which I hope you do, and giving it even just a quick, a quick review, just telling people what you enjoy about it. So if they come upon the podcast and they read the reviews first, they'll sort of have an idea if it's a podcast that they want to listen to, and hopefully it will be. So thank you to everyone who has rated and reviewed positively so far, and thank you in advance to people who might do that in the future. I also wanted to let you all know about a few other podcasts that I've been a guest on, and <laughs> I my internet and my phone are both being really wacky right now, and so it's not loading, but if you go to my website, laurenlasallecoaching.com, and scroll down on the homepage, there's a section called Where I've Been Featured, and it's It has a horizontal scroll bar with a bunch of different square pictures of podcasts. So you can go there and if you click on the image of the podcast, it will take you to the episode that I am a guest on. So I hope you all check out those episodes. They are all talking about being highly sensitive and or boundary setting. So I hope you will enjoy those too. And if you enjoy those podcasts, I hope you keep listening to them. So today I I've been thinking about this a little bit lately, I guess, and I wanted to kind of talk about some steps I've taken and changes that I have made in my life to improve my overall well-being, and I I feel like I've really been kind of on a roll with this for the past few years, especially since I, at my last job as a clinical mental health counselor at a at a community mental health agency. I was it was during COVID too, so things were just way more out of control than than usual and more pressured. But I, I was getting really burnt out and I kind of had a history of getting burnt out after about a year or so of full time work. So I just couldn't ignore that pattern anymore. And knowing that I'm highly sensitive, I kind of put those two together. And I said to myself, I I have to do something about this because I'm getting sick all the time. I feel physically ill. I have no energy to do anything but go to work. And I barely have energy to go to work. I'm taking about one sick day a month, um, you know, when it gets to about the year mark. And I, I don't get to do anything that I really want to do or enjoy doing because I'm just so tired and I, and I just don't have the mental capacity. So I, here's, here's a list that I've come up with and I'm sure there are more things and I know not all of these things will apply to everybody listening, but I hope some of them will kind of be maybe like an aha moment for some of you, or maybe you'll think, oh, I'm doing that too. So here's, here's what, what I've done. So the first thing is going to therapy. I haven't been to therapy honestly, since I was in my late teens, early twenties. And the first therapist I had was not a good fit for me, but I didn't know that that was a thing back then. And my parents didn't either. So I guess I kind of just stuck it out with her, but She didn't really help me that much. Um, (laughs) so the, the next therapist that I went to, I saw her for a pretty short period of time because I was, I was sort of already on the way out of my depression and she was really helpful. Um, she set concrete goals for me and, um, we really had sort of like an action plan and it was, was really helpful. So going to therapy has been, um, helpful and also not helpful. <laughs> you have to find the right therapist. You really do. If you are unhappy with your therapist, it's okay to switch therapists. Like that's what they're there for is is for you. So I know some clients have um, some reservations and, and maybe, if, especially if you're highly sensitive, you probably don't want to hurt their feelings or, or any of that, but you really can switch therapists or bring it up to them if you don't feel good about something they say to you or that their approach, it's really important to find one that you feel good about. So kind of to go along with that, when I was in graduate school for uh, being a clinical mental health counselor, we had to do a lot of work on ourselves, which makes sense to be a therapist. I feel like you really should work on yourself a lot before you help other people work on themselves. And I feel like I was in a good place then where I really could do the work sort of on my own, just sort of led, guided by my teachers and what we needed to be doing in class. And I feel like that really helped me kind of step into being an adult and feeling like I'm more of a whole person and knowing my identity more than I had before. So doing the work, doing the inner work on yourself, it can be really, really hard. I think it's really worth it in the end. And it takes different amounts of time for everybody. So you can't really go by other people's healing journeys to kind of predict how yours will go. So start it, though. If you feel like you're ready, even if you're scared, start your healing journey. So that's the first one. And something else that I started doing is not holding on to anger. So letting myself feel anger and those like angry emotions that don't feel so good. I I realized that I really did hold on to them a lot. And I think I did for most of my life because it's easy to, isn't it? It's so easy to just let it consume you. So I several years ago, just decided I can't do this to myself anymore because I'm only hurting myself. And so being able to acknowledge it and sort of feel it and then go, I'm not going to feel this anymore. This isn't healthy. And just, I don't know how to describe it better than that. Like that was (laughs) sort of my process. And sometimes I have to remind myself about that. Just like, let go, breathe, and just, just work through that. Something else I've had to do that I started while I was at the community mental health agency was getting enough sleep because I was so drained at the end of the day. And so I started, my husband and I would stay up watching TV and go to bed, I don't know, like 10 or 11 probably some days. So I started going to bed at nine o'clock and he came with me, which was really sweet and supportive. And that helped a lot. That that really helped me, I think, last longer at that job than I would have otherwise. And I also have been making sure that I rest and have downtime, which I think you probably know as a highly sensitive person, that's one of the things that we really need. We need time to decompress and process everything. And so making sure that I have that time as much as I can now that I have a small child, <laughs> that's been, that's been really huge for me too. So something else that, especially since I became a mom, has been really important to change is to make sure that I have realistic expectations about what I can get done in a day. So I think this kind of goes back to boundary setting, of course, because I bring everything back to that. So I know That my number one priority is my mental health and my overall well being. And right behind that, not even, it's like a 1.5 is my family and my daughter. So those are my two top values. So that's what I'm going to sort of base my choices around. So I could be doing so much for um, my my coaching business I could be doing so much around the house I could be doing so much for the podcast but I there are only so many things I can get done in a day being the primary caregiver of a one-year-old and being highly sensitive there's also a limit to what I can get done in a day without feeling overwhelmed and overstimulated and burnt out so, I have to be really kind to myself and know what I want to get done and understand that if it doesn't get done, that's okay and prioritizing what actually needs to get done. So maybe I haven't done dishes for a day or two and that's really backed up. So I'm going to at least start that and kind of see where that goes. One big thing that I've done that I think sort of just needed time to happen is accepting myself. And I'm sure, I'm sure healing from depression and anxiety and doing all of that inner work in my graduate program really helped. And discovering that I'm highly sensitive has been a huge part of this. I think having a supportive partner is a really big part of it too. And sort of improving upon my relationship with my parents and being able to have open communication with them about our relationship in the past when i was growing up those have all been really helpful in being able to accept myself for who i am and i'm sure you know that it's not easy <laughs> and you might you might have a really hard time accepting yourself and i i again it goes back to that inner work and I think surrounding yourself by people who also accept you. And that's another thing that I've done is spending time with people who accept me and care about me and are fun to be around. Because I don't want to be around negativity. That isn't healthy for me. It doesn't feel good. I don't like that. So spending time with people who accept me helps me accept myself. And that also sort of segues into limiting my intake of negativity. So that means not watching negative TV shows or movies or the news, not being around certain people who bring me down. That sometimes means unfollowing people on Instagram or Facebook. And I really used to love horror movies. I think I've talked about this before, maybe in an episode or two. I I used to love them. And I still enjoy them sometimes, but it's really, they're a lot harder for me to watch. I do like thrillers, but horror movies are harder for me to watch. Now, I think it's because I've been taking better care of myself, so it's easier to notice if something doesn't sit right. So, I don't know if you are surrounding yourself with TV shows and movies and, and things that have a lot of violence or arguing even really affects me and makes my stomach hurt, if you cut back on that, maybe see how that affects you. I don't know. It's, it's worth a try, I guess, if you are feeling like something needs to change. So a big thing, of course, back to boundaries that I have done is setting boundaries and not always being available to people. Because I used to always be available to people and woof, it's not fun. It, I I felt like I was helping them. I guess sometimes it didn't, but I felt like, well, they come to me, so I need to help them. But I don't. I and you don't. It, unless you really feel like you can and you want to, and and it's not weighing you down, then then go for it. But I was there for people who probably weren't always there for me in the same way. And I, I just wanted people to like me. And that's a hard thing to let go of. And I still sort of struggle with that one a little bit, but it matters less to me now than it used to. And so setting boundaries is huge, 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 (laughs) especially if you find that you generally have people pleasing tendencies and you want to keep everybody else around you happy because the chances are that you are not happy, at least in some of the time, in some of those situations. You probably want to say no. You probably want to say, I can't do that. You probably want to say, like, leave me alone. I'm tired. Um, So I guess I'll just say I'm a boundary coach. So if you need to work on that stuff, (laughs) uh, my website link is, is in the episode description. And feel free to reach out even if you want to schedule a 15-minute free connection call with me. Um, feel free to do that. And I will be making an update episode. I don't know, not an episode. I'll just be giving you an update of things that I that I have coming up, um, programs and, and things. So uh, if you're interested, um, take a listen to that. It will be coming out, I don't know, in the next week or so. So I have two more things. So one is dressing for comfort, which is sort of a game changer. It was <laughs> for me anyway. It It's so hard to get through the day when you are feeling physically uncomfortable, especially if it's something you're wearing and you have to keep it on. Man, that just really, it doesn't help your day get better. And I used to... When I would try something on before I bought it, I'd kind of be like, oh, yeah, that looks good or it doesn't whatever and not really think about how it would feel on my body for an extended period of time. So now I just buy things that are comfortable and sometimes I look nice and sometimes I'm wearing sweatpants and a sweatshirt because it's comfortable. And I just I don't really care what people think about how I dress anymore. I can't I don't have the time for that. I, I have to do what works for me. So there we go. The last thing I will say is I, I have had to start to not believe everything that I think. And I if I feel like I have a negative thought come up, especially if it's about myself, I think, why why is this coming up? Where did this come from? Why is this here? And... I sort of see if it has any backing, like, is this true? And most of the time it's not. And maybe sometimes I'm feeling guilty about something or like I said something wrong or I said something weird or somebody gave me a look that I interpreted a certain way. And just being able to sort of let go of those things and not concentrate on them, I guess, because I used to really ruminate about things like that. So, being able to just say, yeah, okay, I see you, hello, and goodbye, um, that's been a huge piece of me feeling better about myself and a huge piece of me just creating the life that I want. So, there's that. So, I hope some of those things were helpful, and if you have any questions about any of those or you want to, I don't know, like pick my brain about one of those things... Like I said before, you can schedule a complimentary call with me for 15 minutes if you'd like. If you if you join my email list, you'll be able to do a, a free 30-minute call. Just saying. So that link to join my email list will be in the episode description as well. Or feel free to email me, lauren at laurenlisallecoaching.com, or go to my website, and there's a... Um, a contact form you can fill out that will go to my email. You can do any of those things. I would love to support you in a way that also has boundaries around it (laughs) to protect my time and energy. But yeah, seriously, um, if you have any questions, I would love to answer those for you if I can. So that's that. I forgot to look up a quote to end this episode. And honestly, I think we're going to be eating dinner soon. So I'm not going to do that right now. (laughs) Boundaries. So that's the end of the episode, but I would like if, if any of you have quotes that you really like, if you send them in, you can email them to me or that contact form. Like I said, I would love to put your quote at the end of an episode or even just share them. I used to be obsessed with quotes and I would have journals full of quotes growing up like as a teenager. So I really love quotes. I think they can be really helpful and sometimes you can have a light bulb moment from them. So send those in. I would love to share them and I'm tired, guys. I'm going to end it here. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening to the Highly Sensitive Podcast. You can help support the podcast by taking a minute to rate and review it, share a favorite episode with a friend, or become a subscriber on Patreon or Spotify for $5 a month for ad-free episodes plus two bonus episodes a month. Thanks for listening.